Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this episode of Uncaked Heroes. We are so glad you've taken the time out of your day to just kick back and relax. We have the most beautiful person to meet today. We're going to get to get a first-hand glimpse of some wonderful gained and lived knowledge and wisdom from yet another beautiful soul that we've got an opportunity to meet. I am Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you and honored to sit along my co-host, Cassie Holland. How are you today, dear? I am looking forward to this conversation. Oh, I, I, I love it. I, I get so intrigued and I get so excited. You know, I think there's a lot of people that I've met in my life that are apprehensive, you know, about going into a crowd and meeting new people. And, and there's just some real hesitancy with it. And I love it. I, I love to go in and, and meet new people. I'm the lady that's going to have a random conversation in the elevator or, you know, strike up a conversation with a lady at a convenience store because I just enjoy human interaction. And this is such a beautiful experience to me. How, what does this podcast and this opportunity to meet people that we get to meet do for you? I think it just solidifies time after time that there are no limits, Right? We have met people from all over the world that do all kinds of stuff. And so, if anything, I hope that it brings out the fact that there is space for everyone, right? There's space for you and your dream and your goals. It's, it's, it's the whole wide world, right? It's, it's wide open. And I think this has opened my eyes to that more than it was before. Mm, proof that there's room for your idea. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that insight. What, what, what fun this has been. So let's get the show on the road. We have a beautiful lady to bring in to share some of this with us today. And if you're ready and I'm ready, we would love, ladies and gentlemen, to introduce you to Miss Olivia Cook. Good morning. How are you today? I am phenomenal, and I'm so honored to be here with you, Stacy and uh, Casey. I'm really, um, yeah, I'm really happy to be here. Cool. Well, then how about you kick us off? Tell us who is Olivia Cook. What do you do? Why do you do that? And how can we connect with you? All right. I am Olivia Cook. I am a transformational success coach for female entrepreneurs um, and content creators. I help them with their productivity, their mindset, and really enjoying the journey of their success and teaching women specifically how to use their menstrual cycles to their benefit. I help them increase their income, decrease their stress levels, because, um, I mean, life is stressful. And, you know, really, really enjoy that, uh, all the facets of life, because our life is made in, memory in, in the moment. Not only do I do that, I have a podcast called um, The Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered. I share stories of women from all over the world. And, you know, with y'all talking about, you know, what this does for you, it does the same thing for me. I just, you know, the limits are <laughs> unbound, you know, and it exposes me to so many things. Um, on the personal side, I am a Christian military wife um, and humanitarian, and I just love to add value to the world and be a light. You know, that's a beautiful thing. So you're a military wife. Hey, let me tell you from mine, please, thank you for your time and your service and the service of your spouse. I, I greatly appreciate the service, and I'm, I'm honored by 
by that. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I thank him. Yeah. I thank him. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. But you know what? There's a there's a life of a military wife that's different than the wife of most of us, right? Yeah. We, we that don't live that that life in the military. There's a there's a different level for you, and so I appreciate the sacrifice that you make as well. You know, I think it's similar to um, women that have are you know spouses that have their spouse is a police officer, or even um, you know people that are not able to see their loved ones um, are people that you know have to pick up and leave their homes, mm-hmm. you know, for other people, but. I think that there is more, for instance, there's more fear when you've got a spouse, especially nowadays, um, that is a police officer. And, um, you know, just their, their schedules are different, too. I think everybody has a unique, um, a unique story. And I feel like we're more similar than we are different. You know, we still have wants and needs. And the only thing I think that has really, the difference is I've had to, be more confident and uh, self-assured as being an independent individual when he's away, but also having to like dial that back a little and be like, okay, I have to, I have to depend on myself a little bit for, <laughs> for things. So it's been an interesting, um, it's been an interesting journey. I can't wait to hear some of the things that you have learned along the way. I'm pretty excited about all this. So how do people connect with the services that you offer? So, do you, tell us about that. Yeah, I have a website. It's oliviatmcook.com. I also, have, you know, you can find the podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Again, that's the um, Empowered Woman, Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered. Um, and I've, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. It's Olivia Cook on Facebook and LinkedIn. And on Instagram, it is coach underscore live. That's how people take good notes, and we'll make sure that we get that stuff in the show notes. What? <clears throat> good. I'm glad. And so you do virtual things. You do one-on-one with people, and you really are, I understood, a mindset coach, transformational mindset coach for women. Yes, ma'am. I, I definitely um, do a lot of things online. I, I offer a lot of um, free things. I post frequently, um, you know, just to add encouragement and different productivity tips and mindset tips to help you stay on track. Okay, cool. I like that. I, I really appreciate the space that's being provided. What's well, one of the things that we've learned along the way in this podcast is how many people are offering space and offering an opportunity for you to go you can hold on to that here, right? It seems like everybody's asking permission right now to, for everything, permission to feel how they feel or speak about this or have an opinion about this or, or you know, pursue that. Everybody's seeking somebody to say it's okay to do that. And so I really appreciate how many people around the world are saying it's okay to be that here because we can, we can walk that together. We can get better here. We can, there's recovery here from that. There's knowledge here for that. It's, it's a really pretty thing to see. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. And I, I'm all about people speaking their truth. You know, that's a First Amendment right that we have. And, um, you know, there's been a lot of things going on in the world that, that makes it seem like, well, I mean, in America, you know, we are so privileged here. And I think that 
honestly, doing my podcast really helped me see that since I talked to women, you know, from all over the world and, and just what they're going through in different areas. And, I mean, the situation that happened in the U.S., well, not in the U.S., but in Afghanistan in August really opened my eyes to how many women are um, not able to even go to school after the age of nine, you know? And it just, it gives me an insight on the privileges we have, but also, you know, just seeing, you know, how far we have to go. But um, I'm, I'm so grateful to be in America and to be in a place where we do have that freedom of speech. And we just, sometimes we forget that. Amen. We do. We do. Some of the most basic human rights and privileges that we have are some ones that we overlook the most. You know, mm-hmm. I think in my, in my prayers at night, I always tell God, thank you for the, for the blessings that I saw today and for the ones I, I let slide by without notice. Right, because I think so many times we, we, we want and, and we need and we request and we wait for this burning bush of wisdom and this, yes, I got your path, and we miss the little tiny blessings along the way. Ooh, you know what? You are reminding me of a scripture I've heard twice in the past 24 hours, um, and it's from Pastor T.D. Jake. So I was listening to his sermon last night before I went to sleep, and I um, this morning, I, so I have a, a motivational morning group where I send videos um, every morning to them. I started it in March of 2020, and I've been doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a small little messenger group. And in that sermon, it was actually, in that message, it was actually cut from that sermon, um, what he was saying. And what he was saying is sometimes we think that our blessing, we, we can't see the little blessings because we have it too good already. You know, we forget about how bad it could really be, and we're not grateful for how, for what we have because we're wanting the absolute best when we could just be glad that we have better. Um, and I think it's so funny that you also mentioned, you know, the blessings that we don't see, um, mm-hmm. you know, and that we let pass by us so much. And I, I do feel like there's, especially my generation, I'm a millennial, and I, I, I do feel like there's a lot of entitlement that um, – we see as to, you know, we should have it this way, have it that way, but at the same time, do we have that same work ethic? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, there's so much truth to that statement right there. Kathy, where does that take you? As, a, as again, a millennial, someone I feel like you and our, Olivia are going to be pretty close age-wise. I think that is definitely one of the things missing from our generation, right? We're instant gratification rooted. So we don't want to go through the process of, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking generally, you know, as a whole, don't want to go through the process to see the end result, right? We want to start, see the end result immediately and get there. We don't want to take the steps. There's no convenience in footwork, right? And I think that's one of the biggest differences between our generation and the generations previous is that, you know, there's, we've done a bunch of interviews with people in the same age group, right? And one of the things we used to ask is, how do we bridge the gap between here and there? And a lot of them said, show me, don't tell me. Mm. Right? Don't tell me 
this is how it goes and this is how it's going to end. Show me how it's done. Show me that I can do it, that I can succeed, that it is possible, right? So I think, you know, yes, it's, it's dwindling in our generation, but I think it's partly because the generation previous to us never had anybody take the time and explain stuff to them, right? So they look at our generation and their immediate thought is you're lazy. You but know, it's not that we're lazy. It's not necessarily lazy. It's, it's lack of knowledge, right? Lack of example. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to speak from that older generation, right? A lot of it's lack of understanding. When I would, and when Kathy says you guys are lazy, from our perception, from my perception, again, I'm speaking as a whole, okay? <clears throat> it's more lack of understanding of your ability to gain knowledge in 30 seconds that we had to go to the library three times in a row during homeroom in the card catalog and get the encyclopedia and look it up, and maybe we caught a news program that our grandmother heard. And you can hit a button, and you can know more in 45 seconds than I could have learned in a week. And so I think there's a, a fear of things we don't understand for a, a really huge general thing. And my message to my generation has always been embrace it and embrace the knowledge. If we can take their ability to acquire and assimilate information and put that together with our work ethic and our base of moral standards and integrity, what would that create? You know, I um, I think that yes, there is there's that you know the the speed that we have, but we now all have that. Um, I I also think that we have to think about history and where everybody came from and how we're raised in different you know in different groups. There was. World War II in the 40s, so we were so a lot of people that are the generation before us were raised by people that just came out of war, you know. And right. now they they had to yes they had to work and they didn't have the extra technology aspect, but they did have a certain level of privilege and convenience that wasn't granted to their parents. So there's that disconnect between them. And then we come along and we see how we've all changed and we're and we're so addicted to this instant gratification, especially because of social media. And and the generations after us are, are also seeing it's like, oh, we we get we fall into this comparison trap. And we think that we should be so far ahead and, and we we end up being the, one of the most depressed and um, disconnected groups of people. Because while we had our parents working and and showing us how to do certain things, um, we didn't take into time how much time it took them. And, we, and when we're constantly driven by this instant gratification world and everything working super fast and like machines, we think that we subconsciously, we believe that we have to be machines. Um, and, and it's just not possible. So we, we put ourselves up to the standard that we can't necessarily achieve, it's not human, we don't have that human ability to achieve the same standard of machine. Um, and then we, there's all of these distractions and all of these things that are just 
extra burdens on us. And um, yeah, we there's a, a disconnect in, in the work ethic for sure. Um, but I think that's also in different areas too. Um, being that I lived in the South, now that I live in the Midwest, um, and I've always, I'll be honest, I've always lived in red states. Um, so moving to a blue state, that's, that's a huge difference. And we're, we're all just so different overall. And um, there's, I think it's important to have these conversations, especially, um, you know, after this pandemic. <laughs> and and it's, this is a time in our history that none of us, regardless of the generation, has ever had to deal with. And we're just trying to navigate. And I think we should use each, each other um, and focus on the commonalities rather than, you know, our differences to really become better, which I love that y'all do, you know? Mm-hmm. I love it. All right. Then let's take this in a little bit different direction. <laughs> Olivia, tell me, if you had to define your concept or definition of hero, what would that be? And who in your journey meets that for you? Who do you identify as a hero in your journey? People that, um, when, you, when I saw this question, I really thought, I was like, you know what, I don't have a specific, like, one person. Um, okay. Because it's just, I, I look to a lot of different people for a lot of different things. In, in, you know, the aspect of my life and becoming the best version of myself is really one of the things I, I attribute to the whole hero's journey and anyone in their life that is consistently working on being the best version of themselves. I believe we're all created um, with our own unique gifts and talents. And I'm attracted most to the people that really focus and honing on that and giving back to the world. So those are the types of people that I look at as heroes. I love it. I love it. You know, when you hear the word hero, the first thought that comes into most people's mind is Captain America, superheroes, the Avengers, Superman, or you get the corner office, right? The wealthy guy with the big name and the big thing and the, the basketball player, and that's my hero. But when we have these conversations, we have discovered 98% of the time that, that people identify heroes as ordinary people that do extraordinary things. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just, it's so, it's so beautiful to see how many heroes are moms and dads and grandparents and uncles and third grade Sunday school teachers and this first lady that gave me a chance. It, it's such a beautiful thing to see, that real concept. Kathy? No, I was just, I, it's super cool to see the difference in everybody's misconception of a hero, right? Because you automatically assume people are like, oh, Captain America, Batman, they're badass. Yeah, but like you said, there, there are so many more times for brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers. I think it's super cool. I hope that whoever is identified as a hero knows that, right? I hope they know that they've had an impact on somebody like that. So let's take this again in a different direction. If there was a particular life lesson 
that you have learned along the way throughout your journey, throughout your life, that you would like to share with our audience, what would it be? There are so many. <laughs> um, but I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm really going to hone on um, the importance of taking care of your mental health um, and really making time for yourself, whether it be 5 to 15 minutes in the morning, um, and, and really just checking in with yourself and making sure that you're good because you can't give to anybody else in the world if you're not taking care of yourself. Mm. I tell people that all the time. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Yes, give from your overflow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you matter. Mm. So That's beautiful. Give from your overflow. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, yeah, I learned that by being a people pleaser and uh, constantly not taking care of my own needs. Um, I'm just being honest, you know. <laughs> I, I, I learned these things the hard way, um, all of the life lessons. And I think that that's really the, the ones that stay are when you, you hear these things so much, but it's like actually doing them and taking them seriously. And when you have to, um, that's when they they really stick with you, at least for me because I'm stubborn. Me too, girl. Me too. <laughs> if it wasn't for the hard way, I wouldn't learn a lot of things. <laughs> but I'm also the person that says, normalize plan B. Just go ahead. Normalize plan B. Yeah. So, um, if you had a one-liner to put out to the world as your statement of advice, what would your T-shirt say? And why? The first thing that came to my mind is go out and be a badass. But that's my tagline for my podcast. Um, and that's really what I like to tell people, you know, just to – go out and be the best versions of themselves is really what I mean by that. Mm. Huh. I really like go out and be a badass. <laughs> Thank you. Me too. Me too. I think that in itself is pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do too. And I want you to talk into that for us for a minute, okay? But, you know, Olivia, again, we have over 250 of these shows and record and have put out there and we've asked this question a countless times and we do not have one statement that repeats another. Oh, that's awesome. It is the coolest thing. Right. And I love your first instinct. I mean, if your first instinct is go out and be a badass, I think that's exactly what it ought to say. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. We don't even have one similar. Yeah. At all. Sorry, what were you going to no, say? No, that's all. We don't have any, I was saying just ditto. We don't have any that are even similar. And I love it. So talk to us a little bit about that. If you're, gonna, if you're in a coaching session and you're talking to one of these women that you work with and you're empowering them to recognize who they are and love themselves and care for them, how do you tell them, just go be a badass? You know, I work with um, 
while I predominantly work with entrepreneurs, I do tend to work with the people pleasers that, that have shrunken themselves for other people. They have dimmed their life, and um, it's really about what empowers them to be the best versions of themselves. You know, we and to show up as their authentic selves and knowing that they, they have a space in this world and their contribution to this world earth is important. I, there's so many people that just follow the line and do what everybody else tells them to do and they miss who they are in that making. And I help them really rediscover who they are on the inside and show up as that person. So I believe that everybody has their own version of being a badass. And um, just showing up and being that person. Because as Emerson says, to be yourself in a world that is consistently trying to make you something different, something else is an accomplishment. And I truly believe that. You know, I'm going to insert right here. I have said over and over that I think right now our biggest challenge is deciding who is Olivia, who is Cassie, who is Stacy, loving that, honoring that, being proud of that, in spite of what the world would have you be. Mm-hmm. I think that's our greatest challenge right now, is to be able to just be okay with being that, right? Being okay with not being okay, being okay with moving forward, being okay with new knowledge, with learning of who we are, and this dance we have to dance that no one else can do. I love that. Me too, and I fully agree. Plus, there's something about the phrase badass that just makes you want to kick down a door. <laughs> and I'm really not a violent person. <laughs> Me either, but, but I mean, you know what? You're just like, I'm here. Yes, yes. That is definitely um, my my personality. Um, but I, I work with, I'm an extrovert, and I work with a lot of introverts. Well, I, I'm friends with a lot of introverts. Um, and I honestly, I think there's more introverts in the world than extroverts. Um, but yeah, I I married one. (laughs) (laughs) Ditto. Same. I tell him all the time. I'm like, you know how introverts make friends? He's like, how? I'm like 90% don't and 10% find an extrovert that adopts them. (laughs) 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 I wouldn't have to argue with ages, right? That I would sit with all of the like people that were like the outcasts and you know just different um, from you know and I was always nice to everybody um, and so I think that that definitely helped me out in life. Well, that's beautiful, and it has come time, ladies. As much fun as this conversation has been, I think we could just keep chatting all day. But in order to honor your time and our guests, we are at the place where we are going to close out. So as we are closing, I would always like for our guests to remember that our show is brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If you ever have a conversation or a story to tell or know somebody that wants to chat, please reach out to us at herobuilder2020 at gmail.com. I am going to close out by saying thank you for your time today and your wisdom and for, for sharing it with us. Just thank you for that. Um, it was an honor to have you on our show. Stacy, how would you like to leave our guest today? 
Ms. Same, Olivia, thank you so much for your time, for your wisdom, for the light you shine and the space that you provide. And uh, I hope you recognize that you are probably standing as more people's hero in a day than you think. So proudly wear that cape. Enjoy a beautiful day, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, ladies. It's been a pleasure. And we would be honored if you would take the last 90 seconds and close out our show. So how would you like to leave our audience today? I just want to let you all know, well, each of you that are listening, that you have a light, and it is so important for you to shine it. There's so many of people that just do the same thing all the time and do what other people say, but they don't make an impact in this world. And I believe that if you're listening to this, you have an impact to make. So as I said before, go out and be a badass.